This is episode 118 of IDRA Class Notes. Our view uh, views parents as actual collaborators and very active participants in the processes of the school and in receiving rather complex information and being able to make sense of it to have a greater voice in their children's education. We actually are, give them information that is complex and we see that when that happens they're completely engaged in wanting to participate in schools rather than just simply going and baking cookies, which there's nothing wrong with but this is a much higher level of engagement. Welcome, everybody. This is Aurelio Montemayor with IDRA, the Intercultural Development Research Association. And with me are some colleagues, Hector. Hector Bajorquez. And Francis. And Francis Guzman. And we're going to have a, be having a conversation about effective outreach and the adaptation of a particular health outreach model called the Promotora de Salud, and we will be looking at the Promotora for Family Leadership and Education. So in talking about it, first of all, we're going to contrast an old paradigm and a new one. The old paradigm uh, was very traditional in nature. The schools were looking at the families as assistants. They could come and volunteer. And definitely schools needed a lot of support. But parents were not considered active or equal partners. There were courses that could be offered. There were certainly things for self-improvement. And we still have this model very much in place because when anybody thinks about family engagement, they were thinking that parents need to go to the schools and do something in and, particular. And even our traditional family organizations, such as the PTA, basically considers the family or the family participating, the adult as a fundraiser or as a volunteer, basically a cheap labor pool for the school. And we have a different view of it. Our view, uh, we would consider the much newer paradigm, uh, views parents as actual collaborators and very active participants in the processes of the school and in receiving rather complex information and being able to make sense of it to have a greater voice in their children's education. It, we never see a parent as somebody who we just need to fill with information before they're able to make decisions or who we need to remediate their uh, skills or that we need to do all sorts of things before they can become fully involved. So we actually are, give them information that is complex and we see that when that happens they're completely engaged in wanting to uh, participate in schools rather than just simply going and baking cookies, which there's nothing wrong with, but this is a much higher level of engagement. And our outreach model actually is rooted in a 30-year experience. We call it family leadership and education. We have particular principles that are illustrated, are carried out in the outreach that, that we are interested in. We found through our work with campuses that are Title I or where the majority of the families are poor or economically disadvantaged. And Francis, you know, we discovered that Title I actually has some tools in it that were very effective for our kind of outreach. Definitely. They were looking and, in fact, emphasizing or requiring that families be involved actively, that everything was highly participatory, that it be done in the language of the home so that everything was understood, and that they were going to be asked to do things in conjunction with schools rather than apart from. 
It also was that the requirements stated a setting where there was mutual respect, language, and culture were certainly a part of the requirement, so that everything that was being implemented in Title I with family engagement tended to be highly participatory, which also meant that the outreach worker needed to be part of the community, needed to be aware of the home setting and involve families to get them to do things with the school on an equal basis. You know, under No Child Left Behind, there were at least 51 very specific requirements a campus that received this federal money had to carry out, and they were either under notification or consultation. And it was real clear that the law, that the statute said, if consultation is required, there has to be communication, direct contact, participatory sessions, dialogue, and none of the requirements had anything to do with typical volunteerism or fundraising. And so we have, for example, in our promotora de liderazgo de familias en educación, the promoter of family leadership in education that process leads to families, for example, being presented with very concrete data about school. One of the tools that we have at IDRA to help families make sense of the data is our Our School Portal. Uh, the Our School Portal is a website that you can go and view information about your secondary schools and how well they're preparing students to go to college. It has information uh, ranging from how the performance, how students, well, how schools are getting their students ready to. Uh, perform on the state-mandated mandated assessments to how well they're being prepared to take SAT, ACT scores, all the way to how those students fare after their first year in college. And can these families of limited education and limited English use understand and handle that data? We have done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, trainings with parents, with hundreds of parents, where I have yet to meet a parent who, one, was not interested and two, was not able to understand. There was n- there's never been any situation where parents were either not interested or were so overwhelmed by the amount of data that they were nonplussed. The other thing, though, uh, that's just as important is that once families are presented knowledge, it, we consider it actionable knowledge because then they do something with it. For example, in one setting, uh, the superintendent was invited to one of these sessions. He was so moved by what he saw and how interested that the families were that the next go-around, he brought all his principals to the meeting so that they, in turn, could dialogue together. You know, we have taken a health outreach model, the Promotora de Salud, and shifted several things. One is it's not the outreach worker simply providing information and services to the family. It's the outreach worker as a bridge and somebody who includes the family as a partner in school issues. And this particular approach shifts from the parent as receiver of a service or a poor family who needs help, but a family who has the potential of taking leadership, of participating as equals, of engaging in very, very, very important dialogue, and in fact, participating in groups that take action to improve something, to make things better, or to make something known in the community about the education that needs to be known. One of the things that this outreach process has led to is a new phenomenon within PTA. We have now these organizations called community PTAs, but you say it in Spanish, PTA Comunitarios. These organizations are bona fide PTAs. The members are card-carrying members of the PTA. 
but the meetings are held in the community, sponsored by a community organization, in the language of the community, and highly participatory. And their actions, their activities, have to do with education and educational issues. Which means that each session that they have is something of interest to them because they are usually the ones deciding the topics or if there's a hot button topic that has just come out and they want to do something with it. And again, I think this is the critical component. They get information in a dialogue participatory setting and then they decide what they want to do with it. I think the success of these PTA Comunitarios is that they assume that parents are interested. They assume that parents can digest uh, these rather complex issues and not be completely confused by them. They assume that the parents can take a leadership role in the schools, which is why I think the success of the, the outreach model, they assume all these things. They just don't think that parents are simply recipients of information or that need to be re-educated. You know, at every outreach, every home visit, as well as every meeting of the PTA Comunitario, these present an opportunity for the participants to take some action from the information and data presented. The information is done in a way that's understandable. You have to do some work with complex data to make it comprehensible. But once it's presented in a comprehensible manner, whether in the outreach to the home or in the PTA meeting, it is always something that is of high interest and, in fact, leads to action. It's actionable data. I think you can draw a pretty straight line between the way the Promotora model works and the characteristics of it as to why these organizations have success in bringing people to their, to their meetings. Uh, and it's something that is obviously very uh, lacking, I think, in our schools because our schools tend to think that they can't get parents because they're not interested. Some of the things that we have found out from the use of the Promotora model in the PTA Comunitarios is that there are some key elements. For example, language is understood by the participants, which means that it's not only done in one language, usually, and the communication piece is what's emphasized. The ideas are always complex. There is not anything that is watered down, and the transfer of information is secondary to the participation, as well as educational policy and practice are viewed as the things that are the goals. Participant experiences, opinions, and priorities also count. In fact, they become a fabric of the setting, and teachable moments always are used so that the meetings become laboratories in and of themselves as to how to promote more understanding of an educational issue and something to do with it. So that every meeting presents an opportunity for families to become more and more involved and in the long run, not only become, and because they already are, but to exhibit their leadership, but to show their children leadership. Now, this outreach model is labor-intensive. I want to reassert that personal home visits have to be made regularly. The outreach personnel come from similar communities as those being visited. That giving of service information are a means of connecting with families, but the ultimate goal is to support them in becoming active partners with schools. Language and culture are congruent with that of the families being visited. The families are invited to participate, in this case, in the South Texas, in the PTA Comunitario and related activities but they're expected to reciprocate with in-kind services. And in this case, it's becoming part of the teams that take action, the projects, things like that. One major project that has evolved from 
this whole concept has been that at our annual La Semana del Niño Parent Institute, the parents are the ones who do all the presentations versus... Experts. Our staff, yeah. Schools are always complained that they just can't get enough people in the door, enough parents in the door, that their outreach just isn't working. A very concrete example of how uh, successful this model is, about a year and a half ago where we were at a PTA Comunitario meeting, we were able uh, to uh, present first in the morning a, a rather complicated set of issues uh, dealing with the funding system in Texas and how much funding had been taken away from public schools. That evening, those very same families were able to gather 80 children for us to present to them. Uh, it was a huge, huge success with a you know, rather short notice about getting people to, the, to this meeting, something that just never really happens in schools. But because the way, the way they function is strictly in, has to do with these characteristics of a, a promotora, they're able to uh, have a great success. It's been really in a relationship and a relationship-building setting. They count on each other. You know, even our parent organizations around the state that are active, that do a lot of stuff, how they network with each other around projects comes about from personal connection. There are many suburban schools that have active PTAs, but they basically are there to help raise funds, to be volunteers in field trips, things like that. What we're seeing here, and of course we're focusing on families that are poor, economic disadvantaged, speak a language other than English, or are recent immigrants, or all of the above. And these families are not seen as participants. And if they are seen, they're seen as a cheap labor pool. And you do have families that do participate and do traditional volunteering. What we're seeing here, though, at this point, that when public schools need strong public support to keep their doors open, we're seeing these families from the poorest communities of South Texas being not only active participants, but very assertive in wanting high-quality education for all their children, preparation for college, really concerned about dropout rates and resources and things like that, so that it's, it's very timely. Whatever outreach model is used cannot assume that parents don't care, that parents aren't really able to participate intellectually, and that they're not able to collaborate with the schools. If you go in assuming that, you are already missing the mark. Plus, if we are really about equal partnerships and having lifelong advocates for education, then this particular model of outreach certainly seems to be a good vehicle. And you know, nothing breaks uh, prejudice faster than seeing a group of 35 families consistently participating in monthly meetings and taking on projects to support the school. So that we know that the attitudes are a problem, but it's the physical participation that breaks through all the myths. Thank you, everybody, for participating. Adios. Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics, go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.